Praise God. There's a word from the Lord for this Sunday afternoon. In the book of Genesis, the 22nd chapter, the first through the 18 verses, we read these words. It says, Sometime later, God tested Abram. He said to him, Abraham, here am I, he replied. Then God said, Take your son. Your only son whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. The third verse of this 22nd chapter of Genesis, it says, early the next morning he set out for the place that God had told him about. And on the third day, three days journey now, on the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. And he said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. And Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and place it on his son Isaac. And he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Father, and Abraham says, Yes, my son. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said. But where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. A very sobering account this is. As we pause here on the 8th verse of the 22nd chapter of Genesis, where God is calling upon his servant to surrender all. To surrender that which is near and dear to his heart. To surrender that which he loves. To surrender that which there is no replacement for. It's easy for us to worship with the excess. I said it's easy for us to worship with our excess. It's easy for us to give God the leftovers. It's easy for us to try to push in a few minutes of prayer at the close of the day when we are all spent. We have at least prayed. But it requires discipline. It requires prioritizing if we are to give God the best. And giving the best is a sacrifice that will cost us something. It will cause us to wrestle within ourselves. 
to wrestle with what the Spirit of God is saying to us. Have you noted in the reading, in the third verse, it says, Early the next morning, Abraham got up. The scriptures did not give us indication as to what time he should go but to sacrifice. But if Abraham is like most of us, and yes, he was mortal, then I can imagine how difficult that night was, wrestling with what God has spoken. That he, on the morrow, will be going to worship and bringing a sacrifice. It is his son, the one he loves, his only son, Isaac. And early he got up. He probably did not need to get up if he was like most of us. We would have been up all night wrestling with this, agonizing with it, pleading possibly with God. But he got up and he loaded a donkey and he took two of his servants. I want you to note that. God didn't say anything about bringing anyone along. And today as we embrace Lent, it is my prayer that the Spirit of God would impress with such clarity on your heart what it is that God is requiring of you. But God is requiring something of us that we can worship him with. Three days into the journey, in beholding the place that God has instructed him to come up and worship, he said to the servants, you stay here. I love that. Inasmuch as it was his decision to bring along these servants of his, three days into the journey, God was allowing some things to be settled in his spirit. God is calling you and he's calling me to bring some things up to Mount Moriah. He's calling us to lay down some things that truly we love. Our flesh loves a lot of things. God is calling us to sacrifice such a thing before him. It's an act of worship. And so Abraham said to the servants, you stay here with the donkey. Me, Abraham, and the lad, my son Isaac, would go yonder place to worship. And then he inserted those words that I could not overlook. He says, and we will come back to you. I love that. And we will come back to you. The difficult thing that God at times calls us to lay down before him. The Holy Spirit will enable us. Preparing us. And preparing it. To be laid before the father. Abraham prepared the wood himself. And he cut enough. As a father, I don't know how I would have dealt with that, knowing that this time around, this log that I am cutting up, for which a fire would be lit, is to consume my very own child. And Abraham followed through. His son inquired of him, Father, I see the wood, I, I see the fire. But where is the offering? Where is the lamb? 
Abraham declared, son, hallelujah. He says, yes, my son. He said, the Lord, God will himself provide the lamb for the burnt offering. God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Brothers and sisters, when we lay what God is calling us to lay down, God is the one who will make a way for us to go on, despite you and I can't see a way. All he calls us to do is to trust him. A trust that would result in our obedience. I hasten before closing to the next few verses. We pick it up in the ninth verse of this 22nd chapter of Genesis. It says, and when they had reached the place that God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood in it. Building an altar. Knowing what's going to be placed on that altar. You see, God wants us to be intentional about laying down before him, surrendering that to him. He wants us to be intentional about it. Abraham built the altar. He arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar. And then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Saints of God, I know you have heard this account time and time again. But it's my prayer that this afternoon that God would allow us not just to hear it, but to engage in laying on that altar that which God is requiring of us. And now, reaching up with that knife to sacrifice his son whom he loved, his only son, the word of God says to us here in the 10th verse, then he reached out and took the knife to slay his son, but the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. And Abraham responded, here am I, he replied. Do not lay a hand on your boy. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And Abraham looked up, and there in the thick he saw a ram caught by its horns. And he went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. And so Abraham called the place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declare the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you 
and make your descendants and numerous, as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. And your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offsprings, all nations on the earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. And then Abraham returned to his servants and they set off together for Beersheba and Abraham stayed in Beersheba. The word of God for you and I, the people of God. Is there anything too hard for God to do? No, there is not. And to believe that now is for us to surrender and to act on it. Because nothing that God calls us to let go of (laughs) is for our harm. It is he who has given us the capacity to love and to receive love. And that which we feel at times we love so dearly that we can't let go of. I'm here to remind you as we shared last week of the lost sheep, of the lost coin. To remind you that what God possess is of much more value than that temporal thing that you and I so tenaciously hold still. It is my prayer that the Spirit of God would show each of us what he would have us to worship him with, that which we love, that which we hold so, so dearly, that which we feel we can't part from, Spirit of God, speak, and may you and I, his servants, hear. And like Abraham, may we be willing, not just with our words, but by our acts, to surrender such thing, such one, as in Abraham's case, unto the Lord. The God who calls us to do such is the one who has modeled it himself. What manner of love it is that the Father bestowed on us, that you and I are called sons and daughters of the Most High God. In this season of Lent, we will seek God. We will journey with the Holy Spirit. We will worship. We will worship in our words, with our thoughts, and even in our acts. We will worship in our preparation to sacrifice that to God. We will worship through our obedience to what God is calling us to lay before him. I pray that you are ready to journey with us as a body in this season of Lent. Let us examine ourselves. Let us face the ugliness of sin, knowing that we can surrender that to God. We can repent. We can ask his forgiveness. Let us do so even now. Look within. Holy Spirit, show us. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And oh, precious is that flow that makes me whiter than snow. No other fount I know, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine in you, being gracious unto you. The Lord our God, he lifts his countenance upon you, and he grants you his peace. The peace of God goes with you. Rule, rest, and abide, both now and always. And the redeemed ones of the Lord say amen and amen. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly We have been revived when we